now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 507th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatcher, today with my shining and brilliant co-host, Lord Jushiro. Uh, some say, my friend, good morning. And then also, uh, Linian. Hi. I won't destroy everything this time. You won't destroy everything. <laughs> but welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Uh, the nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. Though I guess we're going back to the underground, uh, given this week's uh, <laughs> announcements. But <laughs> it's going to be a good time. I'm very excited for it. Uh, we're, we can, uh, I, I don't know. It, there's definitely lots to talk about today, but it's been a while. Oh, yeah. But since you guys have been around, well, not Linian, you were... Yeah, uh, you were on a show that I wasn't on. That's true. Um, uh, that happened, and then <laughs> Jushiro, you haven't been on in a hot minute. Anything new yeah. with you? Anything exciting? Uh no, lots of okay. work, unfortunately. Which is uh, how I uh, you haven't seen me around much. That's but, your life. Uh, yeah, I understand. That's my life. It's work now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. So I guess like in news outside of like, or not news, but just like stuff outside of. BDSP and uh and Legends Arceus stuff that happened this week and I guess random other junk that we can talk about it in the new segment. Uh I've been I've been playing Pokemon Blue again. So that's been a fun time. Nice. I've been tweeting it out mm-hmm. if you want to follow me do more stuff. Uh I didn't realize how like I there's just like so much bad with that game. <laughs> like so much. Like Blue version what? is like the first version isn't perfect. I'm shocked. Oh, oh it's not that it's that it's not even that it's not perfect. It's just that it's bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like I had this thought while I was playing it because people always like ask like, oh, the Pokemon games used to be harder. And you know what? I do agree with that statement. Pokemon games used to be harder, but not harder in the right way. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't call like incessant RNG harder. Right. Or awful mechanics harder because. Like my least favorite thing, I was uh, I was ta- I was going on to uh, the fourth gym in Celadon City. Mm-hmm. The big thing there is that like you have Bell Sprout that you have to deal with, and Bell Sprout in Gen One, uh, because <clears throat> moves oh, don't yeah, really that. exist in Gen One. Yeah, stun. Yes, spore, no, I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> you, stun spore slows you down, and then Bell Sprout can wrap. And Raps mechanics in Gen 1 are absolutely nonsense and shouldn't have existed. <laughs> Nobody should have said, hey, this is a good idea. Hey, you can't move while I'm rapping you. By the way, we get notification that the rap ends before the next turn. So I'm just going to click it again. And if I'm faster, I'm literally invincible because yep. you can't touch me. Yep. Gen 1 is nonsense. Okay. <laughs> Gen 1 is 100% absolutely nonsense. Agree. And and this is putting aside the times when the game just flat out lies to you. Yes. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. let's uh let's uh, either the bugged type chart the or my type, favorite. Yeah. Use focused energy to quarter your critical hit rate. Oh, even yeah, the game even... says it was raised. Like this is outside of like I think the rap stun spore thing is worse than both of those where like you have the bugs because this isn't a bug. This is just in this is just their design. Intended, yeah. Working mm. as intended. I, I would just, like, that's the the biggest thing I'm complaining about. Also, Safari Zone's <clears throat> nonsense. 
Um, I it is. I try to see. Oh my god! Every time I try to look into how Safari Zone works, any Safari Zone, mind you, like I think outside of like the Great Marsh, <laughs> I always think I always go in and I'm like, I'm gonna understand how this works, and then I read it and I go, I came back with zero understanding, uh, and it, it's absolutely awful. Like the one I, that really, the one that gets me is uh is gen ones is absolute nonsense by the way uh there's like an eating counter that can like randomly go down if you throw bait uh but you also throw rocks which help you increase the catch rate but that never works no yep and so yeah the because it just re-rolls like a random number if you're at zero or below Mm -hmm. on that eating counter and it re-rolls a number and if the number is lower than the speed of the pokemon the pokemon runs away you know, that actually makes a lot... Okay, I'm not saying it was a good idea. It's but not. But for the Pokemon <laughs> that they wanted to have run away, you know, it explains why all of them have weirdly high speeds, like yes. Tauros and yes. uh, Kangaskhan. <laughs> right. It is absolutely nonsense. Like, it is literally just a roll on the, that. The and- old... The old mechanics I don't enjoy, but the idea of no Pokemon, just capture... I do think is fun, but man, was the implementation just rough. Oh, no, it's a, fu- it's a fun concept. And obviously, Pokemon, like, and we'll probably talk about this later today, has been trying to come up with a game like that, mm-hmm. right? Like an entire game where, the, where it mm-hmm. focuses on catching. Because that is the fun part. I mean, what's Pokemon Go? Pokemon Go was that for like three years before they introduced PvP. Yeah. It was just like, hey, go catch the Pokemon. Yeah. And then the same thing, uh, I mean, I would argue Let's Go Pikachu to another extent, but I think that was a failed attempt to, like, find something different. and To then, bring a new generation, I guess. Yeah, I, I that, okay, I I have my opinions, and I think the Direct also reflects them. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it's a thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, but playing Gen 1 has just been, like, a trip. Like, not a good one. The sprites are also, like... I don't remember some of these sprites. I don't know how any of us were just like, this is a charming game. There's a picture right. on my Twitter right now of like the Machoke sprite from Gen 1. <laughs> no, but not Machop, Machoke. Yeah, Machoke. Yeah, I'm Machoke looking at looks, it right now. Machoke looks like he's having a hernia. Like he's like in the middle of having, he's like flexed too hard and he like pops something and it's not comfortable. It, it looks like, it looks like a Muppet in distress. It looks like it's like, all right, we're going to do the goofy picture, then the serious picture, and then they went with the goofy picture. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, how did we ever decide, like, this is, yeah, this is the sprite we're going for. Right. (laughs) And then how did we get such solid art going forward? At what point did someone take that and make a reasonable Pokemon? Also, by the way, move pools in Gen 1 are absolute. I don't think move pools actually got good in Pokemon until maybe Gen 4, in terms of level up. Because in yeah. Gen in Gen One, I'm I, I have a level twenty seven Cubone right now that I'm raising up to a Marowak because I'm trying to do Living Dex in Gen One, and uh, it's level twenty seven. It has three moves. It will evolve into Marowak next level. <laughs> it doesn't even have a full set of moves. Um, none of them can hit flying types because his only attack move is Bone Club. So your option is to go ahead and maybe you can. Uh, Maybe you can go ahead and like teach him body slam with a TM or something, but you only have one body slam TM. Most of the TMs suck, to be fair, but uh, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who needs it? Like my favorite TM, Water Gun. Why does that need to exist? 
Generation one is a mess. That's 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 Thatcher's conclusion. I think it's it should be the general conclusion, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna keep playing it because I still want like I just want to say at this point because I'm too deep in that one. I got a living Dex in Gen one, and two, I 100%ed Pokemon Stadium. Yeah, that's all. That like at this mo at this time, it's just a moment of it's just like a feeling of pride. <laughs> like I just want it so I can be like I suffered. <laughs> Fun fact that like I've been looking into like speedrunning strategies for Pokemon mm-hmm. Stadium. They are nonsensical, by the way, because they're just like, oh, it's faster to like use transfer pack Pokemon. Obviously, the rentals are garbage. And so like there's a there's a bunch of different cups. There's the there's the Pika Cup, I think it's called, which is like all of the low level Pokemon. You can only use Pokemon from level 15 to level 20. Mm -hmm. And the list of Pokemon Mm -hmm. they say are the most optimal. I don't think you can even catch in Gen 1. Uh, (laughs) You have to catch them in Gen 2 because they want something like because like one of them is like level 15 Gengar. And it's just like, what are you yeah. talking about? And it's because you can catch a level 15 Haunter in Gen 2. Mm-hmm. And so then you can just trans- trade it over to Gen 1, and then you've got your level 15 Gengar. Or, yeah, 15 Gengar. And so it's a bunch of stuff like that, uh, which is horribly nonsensical <laughs> to do. Uh, I, it's just like, because uh, like I don't want to do it. Like I want to 100% Gen 1 with just Gen 1. I don't want to do it with Gen 2. I don't want to cheat, you know? I'm gonna get the surfing Pikachu, okay? Yeah, I mean, whatever makes you happy. If uh, yeah. happy, <laughs> what, happy. What let's put let's put quotes around. Happy, Some people right? are, are too BDCM. Uh, you're in yes. it for the Gen One. That's yeah. that's is that's is in too deep, and it hurts his soul. And it is what <laughs> it is. Like it's just. Oh, I I don't know. Like this has been Thatch's uh, Gen One rant about how it's going. I do want to start streaming it, but no, I don't know people don't like to watch it. So I think I want to try to pick up a second night for streaming. Yeah, uh, mm. do a night where we do like a modern game, like Unite, or we do a Nuzlocke, like we have been, and then do another night where it's like more retro stuff. Maybe the Nuzlocke can still fit in there as well. But hmm. uh, that way we can do something modern, but then also do something retro because Thatch is really into retro gaming for a lot of reasons. <laughs> hmm. By the way, if you're listening to this and you've got a Game Boy Advance or a Game Boy Color that you don't want. Hit me up. I might be able to buy it from you. Uh, uh, we we believe in not only uh, claiming money from our patrons, but giving it back to them if they have things we like. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like I, <laughs> I like I'm super into modding consoles, and they've got some really cool mods for those things right now. Um, Can like it run that. Skyrim? I have to know. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, uh, well, so like. <laughs> They just came out with this really cool mod that can you can like plug your Game Boy Advance into your TV with composite cables through the link port. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It's just like wow, that's interesting. Um, they also have a couple mods where you can uh, where you can quote unquote consoleize your uh-huh. Game Boys, so you can essentially like hook up an HDMI port to the motherboard. And so I want to I want to try to like try those out and see how well they work. Last I heard, they don't work with capture cards though, which kind of makes me sad. Mm. Mm. I'm a sad panda. It's all Jushiro's fault. It always is. But yeah, mm. this has been enough of the segment where Thatch rants about something. Um, also known as the intro. <laughs> let's move on though to the news because to there's plenty to about talk the about. news. <laughs> so let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Live from the 
Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And on to the news. There was a lot that happened, obviously, because there's a Pokemon Direct, and honestly, the beefiest Pokemon Direct that we've had in a while. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna hit everything that's not like a traditional Pokemon or Pokemon game, quote unquote. I don't think we uh, can say that right now with this anything direct. Anything that's not a Switch title. Yes, there we go. That's, the that's better. Because <laughs> I don't think and anything's po- tradition, <laughs> traditional in Pokemon this Direct. <laughs> uh, I guess also also Pokemon Unite. So start with the Pokemon Unite stuff. Have fun. <laughs> We're covering everything here that costs less than $60 off the shelf. Yes. There we go. <laughs> we got there. Uh, Pokemon Unite had some really interesting news. And by interesting news, I mean one thing that was data mined and one thing that came completely out of left field. Uh, so Pokemon Unite, uh, we're going to release the mobile version on September 22nd. Uh, if you pre-order it, you can get, uh, depending on how many people pre-order, but basically just for doing it at this point, uh, yes. you can get yourself a uh, Hollowware for Pikachu and a free Pikachu Unite license. I'm uh, glad I didn't buy Pikachu yet, by the way. This makes me happy. But, <laughs> well, you get the full coin refund, but like still it feels bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that's fun. Uh, Mamoswine and Sylveon were announced as upcoming playable characters. Uh, Sylveon was data mined. Uh, I think it's supposed to be an attacker, but we're not sure. And we don't know anything about Mamoswine other than we saw it pick up yeah. a, a jungle mob and then violently shake it in what can only be described as the best-looking crowd control I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, Mamoswine was data mined, to be fair, but it was data mined and they didn't know what it was. They didn't know if it was going to be like, if it was going to be a new map or if it was just going to be a mob or what. Uh, because God. I think there's, I think there's gonna be a new map because like Articuno is also data mined, so we'll probably get something new, like a new map with Articuno as like the final instead of Zapdos. Even yeah. if it's just a different skin, I'd be down. Honestly, um, yes, I would be okay to not kill just an Apom. Uh, Blissey is also in the game, and she's she's fine. She's fine. Uh, really good if you've got a good lane partner. Otherwise, she's fine. She's she's fine. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Solid mid-tier. Definitely <laughs> worse Pokemon, definitely worse supporters, but, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so, uh, I'm gonna read this word for word. One more thing, though. Uh, yeah. For the Nintendo oh. Switch version launch bonus, uh, you get the United uh, license for Seraora. Uh, Seraora? I can never pronounce him. If you log in in August 31st. By, 31st, by the 31st, yeah. yeah. That, That's been there since launch, but it's good to, uh, it's good, remind, well, it's good to remind yeah. people it ends. <laughs> yes, it does end. Uh, I'm going to read this for word for word for everybody's favorite Pokemon title. Uh, to the three diehard Pokemon Cafe Mix fans, <laughs> the game has been rebranded as Pokemon Cafe Remix, and the game will have up will be updated with new features, like Pokemon that eat the meals you prepare for them. <laughs> They're going to redo some of the puzzles, I guess, add new clothes for the Pokemon. I don't, like, I saw it and I was just like, how is this a different game? <laughs> And it's called Remix Batch. Do. Get in the program. My my honest thought on this is that they went into this thinking they were going to make either the next uh, Pokemon Shuffle or the next Candy Crush. They thought that the marketing and the mechanics were going to sell a ton. And then it just didn't. And they went, okay. And then took this time to say, you know what? The problem was the marketing and the mechanics, not the fact that we're trying to make free play puzzle game after 2009 so yes. we're just gonna go again it, it'll be better this time 
It's literally like the same game. They're just like, we definitely changed something. Oh, no. <laughs> there is, but the market of people who play super casual games and core poke and people who care about Pokemon are not as big of Venn diagram as I think people expected. You could bring back, I think you would have more success if you just brought back Pokemon Puzzle League. Yeah, because like, that's... i to be honest. Po- Pokemon fans are at their core not puzzle gamers, typically. Like, I know that everyone plays something, but meh. I, I just think right, it's right. a poorly aimed market. Honest answer, we're here for nostalgia. I, I like it. <laughs> True, Done. right. But the, the, <laughs> I think the the idea that Pokemon Company has is not that not to reach out just for Pokemon um, fan fans to use Pokemon uh, as a theme to expand to other types of genre so they can grab more types of fans. And and I'm sure there are puzzle fans that are not Pokemon fans that if they would give uh, Pokemon remakes a try, they might like it. Uh, but uh, to your point, how many of those are out there? That's just what we don't know. Yep. I mean, not many. It's a very mediocre game. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's the, the, that well. It could be that the puzzle, <laughs> the puzzle community did try to give it a trans, and they were like, "Nope." Oh, all right. So let's let's just move on. Uh, Jushiro, you can take this next part. You got you got the boring part. Honestly. I got the one news I didn't even hear in the room. Uh, in the <laughs> so there's I. I think it was in there for like half a second. Ah, okay, there we go. So there's going to be three new songs to be added to the P25 music campaign. Uh, Take It Home, Got Em, and Wonderful. I don't know what any of this means, but there you go. So they've been slowly releasing music throughout the year for P25, this like album they're trying to make. I have mm. no idea why this album exists, because the songs aren't very Pokemon at all. Uh, they're like vague, vaguely Pokemon at best. Right. <laughs> And none some of, of them are good. They're, they're like they're all like passable. Uh, the, the thing is, none of them are anything like the vitamin C hit "Vacation" from Pokemon the First. Right. <laughs> I hate that you said that, and now it's going to be stuck in my head for hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Repeat after me. I need a vacation. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just saying. None of these songs are just bumping. And. <laughs> uh, Early, early, like the the late nineties, early two thousands are just like a gem of like. I, I feel like the type of music that was popular back then was just very easy to produce, and so it's everybody true. else was was just very. It was very easy to make like a passable and like catchy song for any media property you wanted to. Now, today, I don't think that's the case. Pop was in its all right, but the early two thousands uh, or to the two thousands, uh, it's all about pop. That was the key. Yeah. Pop is super easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right, moving on then. <laughs> Linian, you've got some more for Pokemon Masters. <laughs> so Pokemon Masters is having its second anniversary, and I'm not going to go over every single thing that you can do. I'm going to group so it into... Much. Mm-hmm. It's obscene in a good way. But uh, we're going to group this into three major categories. Uh, the first one is events. They decided that, uh, you know what? The Cyrus, Getsis, and Sycamore events all were worth running for the Pokemon Masters event. So instead of picking one, they're just rerunning all of them simultaneously. Have fun. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to uh, be a fun time. It's it's going to be a time. Uh, I hope no one is trying to 100% all three. Like, I know someone is, but please don't. Uh, yeah. They added a whole bunch of login rewards. Uh, so there's just like, hey, yeah, free summons or here's some gems. I think there's uh, also like a special N that you can get. Yep. 
Well, it's, it's would just that N is a limited summon and N's been added back. Oh. So you can summon for N right now. Um, and then there's a thing that you can do a pull, and at the end you just get to pick a five-star. So it's really just like a free five-star, but first you have to watch an animation and you get some other units. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, so I know, I know that we talked about this and if you watch the direct yourself, you can tell that like, so they covered like everything Pokemon mm-hmm. at this direct. Mm-hmm. And I, I was very impressed by that because I think it's the first time it felt more like a Nintendo direct that was just Pokemon themed than like a Pokemon direct, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they also included Pokemon Go. And if you watch that direct, literally the only thing I could think <laughs> when the Pokemon Go segment came up was, oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> Because they gave it such little time. They announced zero new things, which I thought was like, they could have even announced like the community day because they just recently announced the community day for September is going to be Oshawa with three times catch experience in September. And mm. the, so like that's happening. They could have announced it there. And you know what? That would have been cool. That would have been something new. But no, they're just like, by the way, here's this thing we announced like a month ago, the ultra unlock week three or part three. I guess, which is oddly Gen 8 Pokemon coming to uh, Pokemon Go, but only very limited Gen 8 Pokemon. I think it's uh, Wooloo and Dubwool, obviously, Squavit and, uh, oh my gosh, Greedent. Uh, Phalanx uh, was the, the was an option. The one choice. Yeah, and then they, then you can, uh, in five-star raids, you can get Zacian and Zamzenta. Not the, like, crazy forms, just, like, basic doggo forms. So Still that's like noobers. Yeah. Uh, also, I think all of the Pokemon that like are more likely to pop up that aren't Gen 5 Pokemon are Pokemon with di- uh, Gigantamax forms. So that's like a cute little detail. But I, I don't know. I saw that in the direct and I was just like, man, they're spending no time on this. Well, the game is already they're five years old. It is. I think Pokemon Go hasn't done enough to update Pokemon Go, right? I, I can't I can't remember the last time they came up with like a new mechanic outside i think the last new mechanic was um was raids slash like the gym refresh and that was maybe like three and a half years ago so it's yeah yeah i don't think they've really introduced anything quote-unquote new i mean megas technically uh i guess i don't know it's it's been uh it hasn't been a lot of innovation on the side of niantic let's say that uh other than like hey we'll drop in some new pokemon here and there so, uh, I guess that's the news though. Uh, Puckle news. I don't think there's anything other than I think we announced the Puckle 500 tournament is happening. I believe I had Claude give you the spiel on that. So if the signups are open, make sure you go and check them out. You can find them on our discord at pucklediscord.com. So on that note, I guess that's the news. So let, let's go ahead and click it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome. Thank you for reading those rules. Rule announcer guy. If it's still Mark, it's thanks, Mark. If not, it's new guy because Thatch is still waiting to find a new one. Uh, we are going to go ahead and start asking your co-host questions then. Our first question for you guys is going to be from Nukin Foobs. What is the only Pokemon generation not to, to not add a monkey slash ape Pokemon? Okay, so it's not one or two because we've got Mankey, Apom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gen 4 has Ambipom. Gen 5 has ridiculous excuses for a Pokemon. Right. Uh, Gen- we'll come back to 6. 
Eight definitely had eight, oh, eight has, has too many. Huh? No, no, no. I'm I'm trying to remember. Um, eight's got too many. Seven has Passimian and Oranguru, so I guess it's three. Yeah, I think I I think process of elimination. It has to be three. I'll stick with that. Three is your final answer. Yep. Yep. All right. Th- uh, unfortunately, three is incorrect. What? Uh, the answer is actually generation six. No, oh, we didn't eliminate them all. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, you you did, you were between three and six. I think you forgot you didn't eliminate six. Uh, That's true. That's exactly so, what happened. What? So wait, what was it three? Uh, so in three, it's actually Vigoroth. Um, because in Gen three, it counts That's as a, a monkey. sloth. It's in the name. Uh, Vigor sloth. Wait, Vigoroth. Wait, let a me sloth finish. is not a monkey. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. It's counted as the Gen 3 monkey due to it being categorized in the Pokedex as the wild monkey Pokemon, as well as taking inspiration from old world monkeys. Sloths aren't related to monkeys or apes at all, but Vigoroth is a mixture of both. This is also the only Pokemon close to a monkey in that gen. Um, I think that's... They're related on, like, the family, like, no, class level at most. And then, uh... (laughs) It, it, better than anything in Gen 6. Uh, so, and then uh, Liger's, Liger's hint is, or comment, I guess, not hint. Oh, the joys of Pokemon design. Feel free to give Vigoroth as a hint. I don't want to, I don't want good sloth knowledge to be punished. <laughs> They're both uh, in anime, in, in Mammalia, but I, that's probably as close as they get. Uh, I reject this. you guys got that incorrect. <laughs> Our next question you know what? We're going to do it from Liger. What is the only main series forest to not have tall grass? Huh. Huh. So it's not in Gen... Does Ilex Forest have it? Ilex? Because I know that has, like, random grass... Not grass, but, like, random encounters as you, like... Like, it's a cave. Right. In Gen 2. Um, Gen 3 had Petalburg Woods, and it definitely did. Um... I wouldn't count the Verdant Grotto uh, in Gen 7. Gen 5 had Pinwheel Forest, but that had grass. Gen 6, it also had grass. Yeah, Gen 6, I don't remember the name of the forest, but... It definitely had Viridian Forest. It's where you can get the monkeys, yeah. (laughs) It's basically just Petal... uh, Not Petalburg. It's basically just Viridian Forest, but again. Do they call it Santaloon Forest? Santaloon, yeah. Do they call it Santaloon Forest? And then there's like the jungle area in Gen Seven and they Gen did. Eight. All of the things have tall grass, except like no, because even the um, the wild area zones have tall grass. Yeah, I think it. I think Ilex Forest. Ilex Forest. Okay. Um, I was gonna say the place where you can find the Soroa, um in Gen Five. That doesn't count. Oh yeah, uh, the the it's like Forest of Illusion, but no, there there is still tall grass there. There's still. Oh okay. I'm pretty sure. Because that's like, it's where you take the Zoroark, or, huh. Okay, so, do you, I need an answer. Uh, I'm, I feel good about Ilex Forest, but I, I could be leading you astray. I, I do not recall at this point, so I can go with Ilex Forest as well. Ilex Forest is correct. Okay. <laughs> it is, uh, it is the only, uh, forest where instead of spawning in tall grass, like, wild Pokemon can, uh, but wild Pokemon instead spawn like they do in caves in the Ilex Forest. So you are correct. Uh, Ilex Forest, you guys are one for two. 
So your next question is going to come from, uh, it looks like Gliscor Gamer uh, for Mm. the question for your Pokedex entry. So Gliscor Gamer goes, uh, it's Omega Ruby entry reads, their poison is strong enough to eat through the hull of a tanker and they spit it indiscriminately in anything that enters their territory. Who's that? If it's Pokemon? a tanker, it's aquatic, and it sounds like it'd be a tentacle. I think it's Dragalge. Also, um, I seem to remember it, it might be a different like. Wait, what game was this in? Omega Ruby. I, mm-hmm. So that that would be theoretically old enough, because um, they're they're like they haunt ghost like like shipyards. Uh... I mean, like, if we get it wrong, we just get another hint. So I'm, I'm good yep. saying Dragalgy. Okay, Dragalgy it is. Dragalgy is correct. Nice. Um, that nice, is nice, two. Nice, the nice. other entry we had was from Shield. This Pokemon generates dragon energy by sticking the plume of its head out above the ocean surface and bathing it in sunlight. Dragalgy. What? That would not have helped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a dragon and poison, right? So I feel like that. I guess. I feel like that would have to eliminate it for you. It's either this or Eternatus. So you guys are three for three. Your next question is your multiple answer question. As always, you can get up to three points on this guy. Uh, so this is going to be a question about the anime. Um, in the anime, there are, uh, I believe, eight answers to this. So I will give you a point for every two that you give me. Uh, if you get all eight, mm-hmm. I guess you get bonus points. I don't know. You get bonus points in your heart. Okay. Um, so uh, in the anime, what main character's Pokemon are seen from an, hatching it from an egg on screen? There's eight in total. Oh. Uh, I need six. You will get two strikes. If I just keep chanting Eevee, I'll, we'll get some points. Uh, I will need to know. <laughs> I will need to know who's Eevee. But yes, if you um. I need cool. to, I need the trainers the trainer associated with the egg. Uh Dawn's Eevee? <laughs> that is incorrect. Wait, oh, did she Okay, now I'm terrified. That you have one you have you have uh two strike or one more strike, yes. Uh Again, Serena's think- Eevee, I do know. Serena, right? Yeah. That that was not hatched, no. <laughs> what? But one the whole thing it was like a baby, and then it was like I remember because I thought it was weird that Quilladin was hitting on the literal infant. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I. But we're gonna we're gonna double check not, to make sure that there wasn't there wasn't any. Uh, there well, wasn't what any about Togepi? Right, Misty's Togepi. Well, no, that was our that would have been our second strike. But like, I feel uh, we're gonna go ahead. I mean, I'll let you keep answering the questions. But uh, let's see. Um, no, it was not. Uh, it was not hatched from an egg. No. Oh no! I'm so That's sorry. <laughs> Uh, you have one more strike. You have one more strike. Okay. I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> Just like a complete flaw uh, on the face, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so Misty's Togepi. That has yeah, that's that 100% one. That is, that is correct. Yes. I'm now panicking because I know that the Ryolu was an egg, but I don't know if it hatched on screen. <laughs> <laughs> It did hatch on screen. It did hatch on screen. Raya Lewis. Okay, that's that is two. two. That is one point. <laughs> oh no! That is, that is one point. So, um, you're missing six, and we only have one strike. One of them uh, is an Eevee. One of them is an Eevee. You just got completely wrong. Whose it is? <laughs> I know, but now I'm. I just I'm so afraid. Uh, Noibat. Noibat's one. Ash is Noibat. Noibat is correct. That is two, that is three. 
Ash is my pet. Okay. We just need one more. And I'm like, is no, it you need, maze you need, you need You need three more. Um, oh, we need to get all of them for the point? No, there's oh, eight boy. total. I only need six. You've only given me three. Oh, okay. Did Bonsly hatch on screen? No, I don't think so. Um, uh, did, didn't Team Rocket have one hatch? I feel like mm. they had something hatched. Maybe? And then it attached to James or Jesse as its mom or something like that. Yes, but I can't. I can't think of what it is. And it was poison, maybe, and that's why it was bad. I just they, I they've need, done the gag so many different versions of the call. So what Team Rocket? Because I know they had one hatch. I just can't. Do we want to just one risk it and things. say Maze Evie? Maze Evie is correct. Uh, <laughs> okay, that is four. That is two points. There are four left. <laughs> Inky? Wasn't Inky maybe the one that hatched? No, no, it wasn't. Um, um, didn't... No! Oh, okay! Um, um, uh, the... Okay, would you count Lily as a main character? Uh, I will, I will allow it if you want to do that, yes. Because, <laughs> because she... Get nine. That is true, though. She, she did hatch Snowy. She did hatch mm. Snowy, the Lil and Vulpix. I'll give you that for five. Uh... What? 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 <clears throat> Any? Anything? Uh-uh. Okay. Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. Mm, I'm thinking what baby Pokemon? Like Brock had a Hapini, but I don't remember if he caught it or not. Like that was a baby Pokemon, and it must have hatched because of the whole like egg theme. With I don't think it has to have though. Like. I'm pretty sure he he had a bunch of babies, but I don't think I don't know if any of them hatched. Oh, oh, I do know one. Uh Vampy, Vampy. Vampy did hatch. That is correct. That is six. That gives you the full points. So the ones that you missed. Okay, uh, good help. <laughs> uh you got well, because you got six, right? So mm-hmm. there are three that you mm-hmm. missed. You missed uh Brock's Happini. It did in fact hatch. Um Dawn's Cyndaquil. Um and Ash's Scraggy. That mm. is, uh, those are the ones you missed. But you guys got six points now. Six for four. Did go ahead. Did Evie hatch for Chloe? Was there another one? I don't think I so. Don't, I just everybody okay. just gets an Evie. Not all of them. Okay. <laughs> for some everybody. I, apparently, I thought that was a trope, but I'm just completely wrong. No, they just get Evies like all the time. <laughs> got it. Like, uh, like May got an Evie. Dawn gets an Evie. Uh, Serena got an Evie. I um, following that. Well, then you got uh, Lana who got an Eevee, and now you've got Chloe with an Eevee. Like, it, it's too many Eevees. Too many Eevees. All right, but that gives you six, four, four. Your next question is your base deck question, as always. You do have the hint you can use at any time, which you should probably... Let's use it, that we can't exchange it yeah. for a point, so... So, your next one is going to be from Murray. What is the... What Dark-type Pokemon has the lowest base attack of all Dark-type Pokemon? Uh, and I will give you the free hint that this is a pure dark type Pokemon, um, and it does evolve once. What even are pure dark types? Uh, it's not Poochyena, I don't think, because that's like reasonably physically. Poochyena or Poochyena? No, no, the stat, the stat. What we're talking about? Attack, 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 physical attack, physical attack, highest. No, lowest. Oh, lowest. Yeah, and it evolves at least once. So I'm trying to think of like l- little baby dark types and uh 
Puchiana, Lipard, Radita. Uh, what about Inky and Evolved? That's doesn't it seems to be a low attack kind of p- Pokemon? No, it's actually like weirdly high because it's supposed to be spamming superpower uh, with Contrary. Right. Um, Impidimp maybe. Fullaby. Oh no, wait, because it's pure, right? Pure dark. That was yep. the hint. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a pure. So that's like Purloin, Puchina, and it evolves Meowth. Meowth isn't the lowest because that's like reasonable. Yeah. Alola Ratata. No, because that's not pure. That's uh, dark normal. Oh, I forgot about normal. Yeah. Um. Oh, what's that stupid fox in Gen Eight? Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, the thief one. Uh. Yeah, the baby. It's not thievel. Nicket. Nicket's its name. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I feel like it's either Nicket or Purloin. I'm gonna go with Nicket because something about me. I mean, Purloin's attack is not half bad. I mean, neither is Thievil's, but, like, Thievil is, like, weirdly split between its special and physical attack. But I don't... Physical. Physical. (laughs) Alright, if you feel better with Nicket, let's go with Nicket. Nicket is correct. Uh, That gives you guys seven points today. Uh, So... (sighs) Somehow. uh, Nicket Nicket has a base attack of 28. Next is Galarian Zigzagoon with uh, 30. Alolan Meowth with 35, Impidimp with 45, and then Purloin with 50. So okay. you guys did good there, though. Um, all right. So we are going to go ahead and chalk up those points for you guys. We're going to slap them on the board for you. Uh, see where everybody's at. Um, I got to do math in my head. There we go. Okay, so that changes up the standings quite a bit. So we're going to go ahead and sort it. In first place, we have Whimsicott with 26, followed up by Linian with 22 in second place, Ooh. followed up in third with Seth Vilo with 20 points, Dr. Shamu in fourth with 15, Jushiro in fifth with 14, Claude Nine in sixth with 13, Sublime in seventh with eight points, Pimiki and Sigma tied for eighth with seven points, Basket and Mark tied for 10th with six on that note, uh, tune in next week to see if we get any more exciting uh, exciting questions. In the meantime, you can go put those questions on our Discord server. So, without further ado, guys, thanks for that. We're going to kick it on over after this short break to the topic. Hey, guys. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary real time as you watch the show. Or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be all of that BDSP news and that Pokemon Legends news that we got this week. There's just a lot to unpack here. I'm very excited to go through it. Thankfully, we've got the BDSP news all wrapped up in a nice bow for us. Thanks, uh, dope part to P. McKee. I think the first thing to talk about before we say anything else is that if you do pre-order BDSP, uh, you do get um, the Manaphy egg. That's like they're like they always have this thing where like if you download it within like the first two months, you can get something for free. And that is going to be the Manaphy egg that you can receive through Mystery Gift until February, uh, uh, February 21st. Uh, you can, of course, uh, do that. Um and that that's that's like i guess small but the manaphy egg is going to be there you can get manaphy and fion 
And and notably, it's just uh, you don't have to have pre-ordered it. It's just there. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's not pre-order. It's just like they're like, hey, early adopter, you got it. Hey, please buy it when we count. <laughs> it, it lets them uh, pad their early numbers, but it doesn't. Um, it, it doesn't quite punish kids in the same way a pre-order bonus would, because parents will buy products, but they don't tend to buy pre-orders for their kids. Yes, so. that is true. That is absolutely true. Uh, also, uh, yeah, so BDSP is coming out. Uh, they announced a lot of cool things. One, uh, a lot of features coming back that people have wanted. Uh, I think the biggest one was always the underground that we've been talking about has been rebranded as the Grand Underground, uh, which is very exciting, actually, because you can go have your little base and you can put statues in your base. And these statues in your base let you go find these new locations um in these rooms that will have pokemon in like the overworld like we've become accustomed to nowadays um and you can find things like you can find pokemon that typically aren't in the diamond and pearl decks which i'm pretty sure is what we're going to be stuck to uh for the most part in terms of like a decks that you find out in the wild but this gives you pokemon that are uh in the platinum decks also pokemon outside of it we see we've seen the lantern in a trailer we've also seen uh centret as well in some of the pre-release images so it looks like a lot of Pokemon that aren't even in the Platinum decks are going to be making a return, and a welcome one of that. You left out the best part of the Grand Underground. Munchlax is there. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Munchlax is there. If anyone's ever tried to get a Munchlax in Gen 4, uh, it's you awful. will understand why. When I saw Munchlax in that cave, I literally dropped my phone and cheered. I don't blame you because, like, it's it's like something stupid low chance. If they it's update a 1% the honey chance on three of the trees that each take twelve hours to trigger an encounter, you should not try to get Munchlax that way. Just breed a Snorlax. Except you can't get a Snorlax. You can't catch a Snorlax. Any- you need to catch it's, a Munchlax. You're true. Tr- yeah, it's really right. awful. <laughs> it is absolutely awful. Everything they've showed about the underground looked amazing. Uh, yeah. I have no qualms of saying that underground was one of my favorite parts. Oh, it was of Gen Four. I love oh. it. I love having to look for fossils and stuff like that. Um, and seeing it back with so many new features, it's super exciting. And I really, uh, Diamond and Pearl in this direct was like for me the biggest event. Uh, I loved everything they showed from the art all the way to the new features. I know a lot of people are excited for, uh, Legends Arceus, but man. So my favorite part, low key of any remake is how they try to incorporate like Pokemon outside of their decks. And mm-hmm. I'm just a sucker for that. Like Oraz, yeah. I love Dexnav. I am a huge sucker for Dexnav. And Dex this is Nav how they're is the best mechanic that's never returned. And I've been sad at absolutely, it was so absolutely. Good. I've got a video essay for you if you want one. <laughs> uh, if there's anything I and, don't need right now, it's probably more fandom rage. But you know, I appreciate that. It's actually really, it's actually really level-headed. I found a good one. All right, okay. I will sell it on. It's made me okay with Dexit. <laughs> so if that's like it that's like the video essay did a good job uh it was, it's just overall about like the pokemon company this is legitimately my favorite part is stuff like this where they're just like hey this is how you can find other pokemon and it, they obviously like integrated in like the modern mechanics of pokemon in the overworld in this in these areas which i also appreciate because that that is a modern mechanic and i really like the way sword and shield implemented it where you still had like random encounters in the grass but also overworld encounters and uh, i'm glad they found a way to include that here in diamond and pearl remakes so mm-hmm. maybe without fewer ruining people... the route design exactly exactly let's go let's go showed how a game not built for overworld encounters mm-hmm. is made much worse by them yes 
I, I mean, overworld encounters are a really good idea, and this is maybe something yeah. that we'll hit on later, because Let's Go did a very good job of at least introducing that concept to people. It did a job of it. <laughs> I would say a good one. Let's Go did one thing right, and what it did was it let overworld encounters become something that they'll integrate into the normal Pokemon games. <laughs> uh, it did one thing, okay? That is that is the credit I will give Let's Go. Uh, I will not give any other credit to Let's Go. But uh, I don't know. I... We, we can talk about it later. <laughs> you can also change your clothes. Yes, uh, which is something that was, wasn't included in Oraz. And they're just like, well, yeah, it's a remake. And I said, yeah, it's a remake. I don't really care. Yeah. Not con- it's not con- uh, customizable like there is in, in the newer generations. No, it's more like, it it's is more like, more here's, like here's an outfit. Yeah. Yeah, there's like three or four outfits. <laughs> yeah. And there's only one place to buy them because they're just like, hey, you know how we shouldn't put gambling in our games anymore because we don't want our ESRB rating in Europe to go up? Yeah. Peggy, we're gonna yeah. take we're gonna take that uh we're gonna take that game, game corner. corner out and we're gonna put some clothes shops there. <laughs> yeah. In Veilstone City. Yeah. You know, I really enjoy because I was the one thing I was worried is it would just become like, oh, normal clothing fashion. No, they're all dumb and weird. Like yes. they're a hundred percent the 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 stuff that video games were putting in in yes. the era that Diamond and Pearl came out. And I looked at that, and I'm like, this is perfection. It's great. <laughs> I I I appreciate it. I don't know. I think VDSP uh, on top of that's really it's, it's just, they're doing a really good job with it. Uh, there's also mm-hmm. going to be a Nintendo Switch Lite coming out. Uh, on November 5th. And I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's nifty because they copied the, uh, the DS that had come yeah. out with, with the, with the Palky and the Dialga on it for this. I'm like, man, that's kind of cool. The and cool guy in school had that and I was always jealous. I'm like, that's kind of cool. Too bad I don't need a Switch Lite. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if it was a Switch OLED, yeah, we might be talking. <laughs> I really wish that if it was a Switch OLED, I probably would have done it. Uh, I, I think Nintendo and this is Thatch's opinion for how they're handling the switch i think they are just missing the mark here not giving me special edition joy con i like the zelda ones that they came out with with first skyward sword perfection that's what they should be doing for everything because you know what i'm not going to go out and buy a switch Lite. you know what i am going to go out and buy i'm going to go out and buy some zelda joy con okay because those are those are what the world make that makes the world go around is that's buying new joy con <laughs> i will pay 80 dollars to customize my switch for the game that i'm playing that's hype you know I, I just need that in my life. The other thing that they did, though, super contests. Yes. yes. They look fun now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They they took it from a weird rhythm game that didn't really work well, because the the best strategy was just to jam buttons so that AI couldn't do it well. Uh, yes, it didn't this is give true. you, like, points for going on beat. It was very silly. Um, they took it from that and made it, like, it looks like a reasonable rhythm mechanic with some, like, uh, risk reward stuff with the moves. They made it so that you don't have to have either a battle Pokemon or a contest Pokemon it, mm-hmm. by all appearances. Ball seals now have a mechanical effect in that they increase your score on the introduction stage. Ooh. Which is just so cool. I want to play contests. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I want to play contests. I, I'm still kind of hoping that there is uh, online compatibility so we can play with friends in contests. I would really love that. They haven't confirmed one way or another, but they did confirm that the underground would have uh, connectivity, so they might do it there. Uh, I hope we have uh, remote Pothin making. Is that that's something I have that fond would memories be of? Very nice. Yes, I agree. Quit with that. spelling it, you monster! Uh, <laughs> 
It, it would be absolutely uh, great if that were the tr- case. I don't know that it will be, unfortunately. But oh, I don't think I, it will be, honestly. I, I don't know. I would love to be able to contest with people, though. I think that would be mm-hmm. really fun. Any way that you can just use your Pokemon in any other aspects for the game really is... Anything outside of battling, um, I do like that, uh, and this maybe should be said, is that uh, they're not planning on using this as, like, the main game for competitive either. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made they like made that announcement, and I thought I thought that was very interesting of them to make that as their own announcement. That Sword and Shield are still going to be where ranked play happens, mm-hmm. uh, which is a question I've been having anyway because uh, we knew this game was coming out. Uh, I should also mention like just like the community uh, outpouring has been mostly like oh BDSP improved since the last time we saw it. Yeah, it looks better both uh, on a features level and uh, on an aesthetic level. It just looks better. I am more excited for these games than I thought I would be because I'd be like, oh mm-hmm. man, it's going to be like a solid, like, this is going to be like a really, really nitty gritty, like feature for feature uh, remake mm-hmm. because they wanted Ilka to like play it super safe. But now I'm feeling yeah. okay. This is on par, I think, with like something like Omega Ruby. I wouldn't go yeah. that far yet because there were changes in Oras that I strongly prefer to the originals mm, where okay. this just looks like an improvement on not a complete recreation so i will hold off on the full enthusiasm but the real feature they unlocked was me caring Uh, (laughs) you know what that's not the wrong answer though right that's Uh that's not wrong because like if you'd asked me before that presentation is there anything they could announce that would make you excited i probably would have just told you no like it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing. I'm not really into it one way or another, but I do need to watch it. But afterwards, I wouldn't say I'm hyped. Dexit has killed all concept of hype for me. I just it just doesn't happen anymore. But I will say that I'm I'm feeling like it won't be a waste of time. Let's talk about Pokemon Legends. Uh, all right. So it, Pokemon Legends also got a bunch of news and like a bunch of cool news. I'm yeah okay right okay okay, okay. so. Let's let's start breaking this down because this is oh my gosh this is like they did some things that I've been asking for in Pokemon I think for something like six or seven years and that is Pokeball crafting exists. <laughs> oh my god, you know, that was my I favorite saw the part. Crafting went Thatch is just losing it right now. I was just like, what Pokeball crafting? This is exactly what it, we needed, and they did it. Uh, they they've only shown the heavy ball, yeah, but I'm perfectly okay with that as well. Like it's uh. It, it, oh my gosh! They so they let you do that. Uh, I think that's the, I think that's the most exciting feature. Nothing else that happened. Uh, yeah. No, they they did introduce the region isn't called Sido, uh, which I think is very interesting. I think they did it honestly just to make distinctions. Mm-hmm. Well, then they could do regionals without yes, right. which is exactly weird what, questions. Which is exactly what they did. And I th- one one regionals is like the best idea they came up with. Really, and regional evolution only improved it. Regional evolution helped out because it was just like, yeah, we had these Pokemon and they needed an evolution, but we don't, we created Eviolite. <laughs> but we created Eviolite. Also, I think it's just, I, I, I feel like as much as we say, oh, well, they don't need to follow consistency. I feel like a lot of the developers at Game Freak are just like, we thrive on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I imagine when they went ahead and they took location-based evolutions and they shoved them to stones in Gen 8, 
a part of somebody on the inside died. Mm. <laughs> I feel mm. like that happened. I feel like somebody was just like, I feel like some developer was just like, ah, this hurts. And then, then he went ahead and he made Galarian Yamas. Galarian Yamas. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, he's like, you guys try to figure out how to evolve this now. Slowly stroking Milsery. He'll never leave me. <laughs> yeah. I, there, it's like, gotta be like one or two guys, right? That are just like really into that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a time. Oh man, they they came out with I think they announced four regionals, which are very exciting. Um, and so they uh, they announced Weirdeer, which is a regional evolution of Stantler for the Hisuian region. Uh, Hisui region yeah. looks amazing. Love it. I need to pull on just like a quick sidetrack on this thing's name. Hisui, yeah, Hisui. So I have to sidetrack very very briefly on the coolness that is Weirdeer's name. So. Obviously weird, like strange, right? But the way that it's spelled, W-Y-R-D, is an old English word meaning one's fate or destiny. Hmm. So it's really the deer yeah. of destiny, but it also works as a pun because Stantler is strange antler. Oh, that is great. So oh. it's a really good, like I saw that thing's That's name good. and I, I was like fist pump. It's it's perfect. Yeah, I love The names are very good for these new yeah. ones. <laughs> They did a really good job. It's a it's a psychic normal type. Uh, they do talk about it on the official site in the same way they talked about Sir Fetched in that it evolves from Stantler in the Hisui region or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I do believe there's probably going to be a Hisui and Stantler as well because they, they have made so far, and this is based on one data point, so it's probably bad to extrapolate from it. But they have shown so far that if something has a regional evolution, it's evolving from a regional variant, not from itself. Which kind of makes sense, because then why weren't, you know, Stantler and Sinnoh eventually, like, evolving and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. So, the Weird Deer, honestly, is my favorite. I like Weird Deer the yeah. most. Uh, the one I think that's been getting a lot of love, though, has been Basque Legion. I love which it is, so much. <laughs> it, is, it is interesting for two reasons. <laughs> One, because it evolves from Basculin that have died. So there's probably going to be a, a Hisui and Basculin as well. Uh, yeah. I imagine it's going to be Purple Stripe. Instead yeah. of, it's just going to be Purple Stripe Basculin. And it'll be Hisui and Basculin. And maybe it'll be, maybe itself will already be a ghost type on top of that. But I, I, I doubt find, it. But they could just make it water. I don't really care. Yeah. I They could make Stantler, nor, like Hisui and Stantler normal type. I probably still wouldn't care. Yeah. But I find that very interesting. They did Hisuian Growlithe, which is a rock and fire type, uh, which is probably going to be all of the rage. I, I imagine the kids these days are going to be like, ooh, Growlithe, and, and be very excited. So uh, Seth has introduced me to the horror that he goes, hey, that thing has a canonically, it's like a rock head. I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, so give it Flare Blitz and then the rock one, and it's now a monster. And then there's also, I think the last one is the uh, the Braviary. Uh, Hisuian Braviary, which everybody was just like, okay. <laughs> like, like it, it inspires no joy nor no disdain. It yeah. just kind of, you look at it and you're like, ah, So cool. I find the inclusion of both the Hisuian Braviary and Basque Legion uh, very interesting because that shows that they're going to put post-Gen 4 Pokemon into Hisuian. In some form, yeah. Yeah, which is very interesting to me, especially like, so, so I know Jishiro really dislikes Dexit, but I think it would God. be really nice within a generation to be able to finish out the decks, at least, at least right now with home, like, mm-hmm. and bank possibly getting disconnected at some point. Um, I'm not yeah. saying you can transfer it to like Sword and Shield Jishiro. I'm saying you completed national decks and home. Uh, and, uh, I think it would be very interesting if they could like include some of the, the, the I think after, after BDSP, I think you're missing something like 69 nice Pokemon. And, well, and, the problem yeah. is we don't know how many we're missing after BDSP now. 
Oh no, we do, we do. I mean, if BDSP completes like com- does like the four ninety three, four ninety three, then this, yeah. That's the but assumption. if we don't, that's anyway. the assumption. I just want to go up to the top of Mount Coronet and catch a mini orc because that yeah. feels appropriate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I I think that's very reasonable at this point. Like I had thought, like maybe that's what they'll do. They'll include some Pokemon like that, especially with like Rowlet and uh, and Oshawott coming into those games. I thought it would be very appropriate. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I I would be very interested to see if they do that. I think it's a I think it's a good opportunity for them to do it. They, this is not a typical Pokemon game, so they can go all out. Oh no! I so I mean, this game also looks, uh, in my opinion, it looks like it's going to be more Monster Hunter esque than I think people expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that you probably like you probably like say, hey, I want to go on an expedition, and they take you to a certain area, and then it's open world yeah. in that area. Yeah, that's how it. That's really how it looked. <laughs> yeah, I want people to be aware of that. Uh, that way they aren't freaking out when they're just like, why is it, why is it, yeah, why isn't it Breath of the Wild? Yeah. It's because it's an RPG and RPGs need more linear development, but. Yep. Yeah, sure. Don't worry. Uh, it's fine. We all know. Uh, they also changed the battle, battles a little bit as well. Uh, giving with this, like, uh, with the new turn order type deal that they're trying to institute. The action order. I think it looks good. I think it looks cool. (laughs) I think, I think it's perfect to do it in this kind of game. Exactly. I don't want this in the main series, but I like this here. Yeah. Yeah. I Pokemon has like the the franchise itself has like this history of like consistency, which is kind of bad because it kind of shoots itself in the foot in that sense. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like you just can't stray from it because it's also what makes it popular, right? <laughs> yeah. I can pick up a Gen 3 game and then minor yeah. tweaks aside, I can play. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, I think and that, that style rolls into their thing like agile and strong style. So you can... You can pound on some Pokemon. I love that the Pokemon were attacking the trainer as well in the wild. Oh, yes. This is, this is the game that, like, I don't know. This game is, it it hits so many things, like, outside of the perfection that is Pokeball crafting. (laughs) (laughs) It just hits, like, this feeling of, they, they've obviously been trying to make, like, a capture based game, right? That's what Let's Go was. Whether people like it or not, that's what it was. It was a capture based game because you had to catch X amount to get so many candy Mm -hmm. to help you level up and whatnot. And, uh, that's what they're doing here, obviously, as well, because like they've shown in the Pokedex, like you need to catch X number to be able to figure out these new things in the Pokedex about these Pokemon. It's also not just battling like that's what's yeah. so fascinating to me. That's what I love. Like, it. Hey, it's not just capture. It's like, hey, knock this out with a ground mover. Let it hit you with spark. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's actual research. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. And I, I don't know, like. If this goes over well, I hope that this is something that we see as a new trend. Like, I, I imagine at this point, like, Let's Go is kind of be written off as, like, that was a fun thing to try. Yeah. And I hope that they try this and they go, hey, this is a fun experiment that worked. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Mark and I have good ideas for the later games. You should totally, totally not ask us what they are. Uh, Maybe we should <laughs> do an episode on that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Because like um, this is this has gotten me so excited just knowing so much more about it. This yeah. is this is fantastic. Like I'm I'm legitimately excited. Like like BDSP is a great appetizer, right? That's that's the bloomin' onion, you know. The BDSP is <laughs> the bloomin' onion, and then the main course is is Legends Arceus. I, I really like the stuff that we're seeing in Legends Arceus about the narrative too, because it seems to be like turning stuff like a little on its head. Like you're on the Galaxy team. Uh, you're, you're doing the research and the, the, the leader is very clearly just gender bent, but not evil Cyrus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And I'm like, okay, this is so fascinating. What are they going to do with this? I, I'm very excited just because it, it strays from the formula and it does it well. Like it's, it's doing it in an interesting way. It's not where it was just like, Hey, let's take the same old Pokemon game, you know, and love and distort it. Like let's go was. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one thing that I do have to say to uh, as a concern is that game doesn't look as pretty as I hoped it would. Um, the trees, particularly wherever they showed the grassy area where they added trees. You're, those, are you really going the tree route? Okay, dude, okay. You just complained about Dexit no, no. to me well, for like Dexit a minute. is ridiculous. But okay, no, no, and I'm then not, you're going to yell at me about the trees. Could, could I finish, sir? <laughs> no, it just they just seem not that they particularly look bad. It's just that they look copy-paste. They look like the same thing yeah. over and over and over and mm. over again. And that... I hope that they have enough time from here to the launch next year, early next year, that I have time I've seen to some improve those because it really does. It was, it's not a graphic. I'm not a graphic side. So, uh, and, and, and which is why I'm telling you that I'm, I'm super excited for, uh, uh, Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I, I just love, um, that type <laughs> of animation stuff. But in, in this, uh, in Legends, my concern is just the game still looks like it's still in development. And mm, the release is, is exactly, but is. the release it is, is early is. next year, which is what I, what kind of concerns me. So I hope that they are able to improve on the scenery a bit by then. So it, it was seven months ago that we got the first trailer for BDSP. And if, if you look at BDSP now versus BDSP, then the it is graphically improved. And that's what I'm saying. I'm only saying that I'm hoping that that's the case, uh, by the time we get a final, uh, a trailer for Legends Arceus. Um, uh, and yes. we can see a little bit more polish in the scenery because everything else I saw in the game, I'm super excited about everything that we've discussed Absolutely. so far. Um, but the game, let's just say that if they would have said late 2020, I wouldn't be concerned. I'm like, mm. okay, they have a year to work this through. It's going to be fine. But when they saw at the end, the release date early next year, I'm like, Oof, they have like less than six months to fit to, to like polish this the best that they can. I'm not too worried as, as long, I, I don't care too much about the visuals as long as it runs smooth ish. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, that's my only worry. I, I actually am less keen on my problem with Legends RC's visuals isn't the fidelity or the models or anything. It's that it feels it's like straddling realism and stylism in a really weird way. Like when I see the town and I see all the buildings and the people in it, I'm like, yes, that's good. And then I see the wilds. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but is this supposed to be like realistic or is this supposed to be really stylized? Like mm-hmm. I can see elements of both and I don't like that. It, it feels disjointed on the design, like the style level to me, which is not like saying, Oh, the models are bad and the textures are lame. Right. It's, it's just like, I don't as a cohesive unit, it feels scatterbrained and it's just not my thing but i am willing to put some good but not incredible visuals aside to deal with a major gameplay shakeup that seems to be really fun no that's that's absolutely as long as it runs well i don't know that i'll care too much because i think this is i don't know i i i I like the model for pokemon going forward being something along the lines of a generation lasts maybe three i'm honestly i think it should last four years but that maybe the pokemon company doesn't agree with that because of the money that could be had and (laughs) i i think it would be i think if you run it for four years though you could end up with like a swish like title that gets dlc and updates and then you can go ahead and dump in something like Legends RC, like a Legends game. I'm going to say Legends game because this is, so far is looking way more promising than Let's Go ever did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yes. And th- this is looking super promising. And I would hope that there'd be another Legends game that iterates on this one that also, I mean, they're introducing new forms and stuff. And I feel like they would get bold enough to be like, here's a new, entirely new Pokemon, you know, in a Legends game. I just hope that they, uh, 
either do it for Gen 5 or an earlier Gen, because man, yes. could could Gen 7 or 8 get real complicated if we go back to their oh. past? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, no. I, I, I really don't want it. Or Gen, you know what? Let's not do Gen 5 either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're fighting during the American Revolution. I, I don't want to play through Poke Hauntus, okay? <laughs> It's I don't want to play Pokehontas. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. I think it's going really... I, I think this is very well done. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they're, they, they're adding Pokemon, at least new forms, which I think is probably the way to go. I'd rather have new forms and, like, regional evolutions than anything else at this moment. Uh, mid-generation, people, yeah. Yeah, mid-generation. The thing that hasn't been that that might be interesting is that they haven't talked about like the evolutions of like Oshawott, Cyndaquil, and Rowlet, and people are just like maybe they get regional evolutions. They might. Uh, what I eh, I don't think they I don't think they okay you don't touch the sacreds okay <laughs> yeah that's, sacred. that's, my that's hilarious you know how many versions of Charizards we have. Well, that's the thing. There that's are so different. many versions of Charizard, but there was such an incredible blowback to not the other two uh, yeah. being involved, like, the last time. I think they've kind of learned they can't play favorites across trios. Yes. And the fact that these don't... If they were like, hey, these are all Gen 2 starters, I actually might be convinced that, oh, maybe they'd be doing something here. But the fact that it's one from yeah. three different Gens, I think is a much cooler idea, but I also think it disallows them to do anything else. I think it's a great idea, personally. I think it's an mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic idea because it, um, I don't know, it, it shows me that they haven't forgotten them as well. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, like this is, this is Thatch's hot take that like Gen 9 might not happen next year because this comes out so early. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea one way or the other. Yeah, I don't know. I, this could also be just like a, like a, a COVID artifact as well, because mm-hmm. I could have seen Legends coming out in Christmas time this year if COVID didn't happen, but, and BDSP coming out in 2020. If COVID hadn't happened. So that, that's something that could have happened. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, mm. I don't know. I, I would love to see. I honestly, like I said, I would love to see the generation go four years. Because this is just really exciting now. It's really exciting being able to get new stuff like this. And I hope they just iterate on things that we already have. You know? Because um, they already have a Pokemon problem where there's 900 of these guys now. And Exactly. And so let's not make a lot more. Let's like add in a few regionals and stretch that time out. The only people that are really going to be hurt by this is Pokemon Go, but we already saw in the direct nobody cares. So (laughs) (laughs) third anniversary, Gen 9, both of them. (laughs) Yeah, I would just like to see uh, I would love to see Gen 9 like roll out in 2023 as opposed to 2022, Uh, because I think uh, obviously I think they're going to announce something on Pokemon Day, given the release date for Legends. Because well, they they purposely made it January, you know, and they so this is one thing they said that uh, Pokemon Home's connectivity was coming in twenty twenty two for both games. Mm-hmm. So what I think is they ha- they let Legends Arceus come out do its thing, then on Pokemon Day instead of a new game they announce bank compatibility, yeah, and then maybe either DLC for one of the two games or they just use it to like say. See you next year. This is the bank compatibility and maybe like a spinoff for Pokemon Sleep or something like that, where it's just kind of. So I could see. So I would no longer be surprised if there was transferability back to Sword and Shield with these Pokemon. Like, I I don't expect it, but I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I think Um, most realistically what would happen is we would have the stuff from Legends Arceus able to be transferred to BDSP. That's what that's that's, that's that's where my hopes cap out. (laughs) 
my I I would like to see it go to Sword and Shield just so honestly because of competitive, not even for the decks issue at this point um because if they're going to try to do another year of competitive where they've kind of already blown their load on the formats where they've been like oh hey uh we just had these uh formats uh where they're just like legends are involved and stuff like that and they they're going to have at least at minimum another year of sword and shield and i i mean you add new pokemon and you put more restrictions on it right you just go hey here's the bdsp decks we don't care you have to use these pokemon in this decks um i think that's not unreasonable of them to do uh in sword and shield but we could i don't know that's getting into like uh prediction territory and i don't want to get too much into that today i have to save something for another episode (laughs) but yeah uh yeah i don't know i'm excited honestly like i'm feeling good i was jazzed yeah yeah i'm very excited about this Mm -hmm. all right what about you lenny are you excited i was not before and i wouldn't say i'm hyped but I'm not pessimistic anymore. <laughs> I am like, like I'm being serious. Like it's funny, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like I before I was like, you know, these games they're coming out. I'll play them. They'll probably be fine. Like that was that was like my my cap expectation was I wasn't gonna hate it, and and now it's like oh I might have some fun and, and really get to do some things I I have been missing. And That's true. I. I'm feeling good. Am I, do I think these are going to be the best games ever? No. I think they're probably going to be fine. I think Legends has potential to be really fun for by being so new. Uh, but I'm I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay expecting... It took my expectations from like a 5 out of 10 to like a 7 out of 10. And I can live with that. <laughs> I think that's very reasonable though. So yeah, that's where we'll leave it. Uh, it's going to be exciting. So we're going to kick things on over to the Pokemon of the episode. And we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 382, Kyogre, the Sea Basin Pokemon. Its alpha sapphire Pokedex entry reads, Kyogre is said to be the personification of the sea itself. Legends tell of its many clashes against Groudon, as each sought to gain the power of nature. Wonderful. This is a restricted format right now, so you get to play with Kyogre. And Kyogre is probably the one that, if there is a restricted format, will always show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just always shows up. It's it's one of those base 680s. It's having a good time. I think it's 680 at least. Um, It's 670, oh. actually. It's 670. <gasps> Nerf. Uh, it never got nerfed. It was just six seventy. <laughs> uh, I think they made like Rayquaza six six eighty, so he could be like the lord over them. Because this was the beginning of the real trio uh, mm-hmm. nonsense. So we've got base HP one hundred, base attack one hundred, base defense ninety, base special attack one fifty, which is already mm-hmm. ridiculous. Base special defense one forty with the base one hundred HP. That's ridiculous. And base ninety speed. Nothing about this is bad. <laughs> The only bad thing is that wasted 100 points on attack. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing about this is bad. Uh, on top of that, his move pool is very decent in that he gets, you know, typical water and ice coverage with some electric coverage to co- top it off. Technically, it gets Brick Break. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it does, though. Also, Bulldoze. But uh, we've got a wonderful VGC team for you today brought to you by Coil over on the Discord server. He's been helping out and putting together some of these teams. So thank you to Coil. So we've got, obviously, the star of the team is Kyogre. Um, this is Kyogre with Mystic Water with the Drizzle ability, 
Really? Oh, I'm so surprised. Uh, It's got 124 HP just to build up the bulk. 252 special attack to max out the special attack. And 132 speed with a timid nature. The 132 speed is to allow it to outspeed Regilecki and Tailwind, which does become important, as you'll see. But this is carrying Water Spout, Ice Beam, Thunder, and Protect. Very standard Kyogre for VGC play. Uh, yeah. It is obviously partnered with Tornadus. The idea is you just throw both of them out at the start, and as long as you've got a decent matchup and team preview, you're probably going to do okay. In fact, you're probably going to do much better than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing that can stop you is maybe a couple fakeouts. Tornadus is holding Focus Sash to make sure that it gets that tailwind off, and it's it's got Prankster, obviously, with 252 Special Attack, 252 Speed, Modest Nature, Tailwind, Hurricane, because you're in the rain taunt and if you need to reset rain you can always do so by clicking rain dance for priority <laughs> mm-hmm. jishiro had to leave early and it left uh, myself and linian by ourselves we should have announced that earlier but we forgot <laughs> uh i'm taking a third one today who is none other than regilecki himself <laughs> holding a magnet with transistor as the ability for attack 252 special attack 252 speed and a hasty nature. He's got Volt Switch, Electroweb for some speed management, Eerie Impulse, and Thunder. I love Eerie Impulse. I love that it moves so much. I love that it became a big thing pretty much overnight, and I also love that Charm didn't. <laughs> yes. Well, it's because for Charm, that's just attack. There's there's no intimidate. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the difference. So I also like on this team how we've got a Mystic Water and a Magnet. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Coil's team building is very straightforward. Like, I really like it for beginner teams. Yes. You heard it here, Coil. You're just a beginner. No, he's not a beginner. He's very good at building teams for beginners. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> this this brings us to our, our good supports uh, here. We have the queen herself, Serena. Uh, we've got 188 HP, 252 attack, and 68 speed. You know, mostly just trying to go for bulk here. Uh, Serena's defenses are really high if you've never looked at it before. Like, this thing is surprisingly jonky. And, uh, throwing on a, uh, assault vest is just gonna amp that up even further. Yes. Triple Axel devours, uh, Rillaboom and Landorus, uh, Incarnate, which has been com- becoming a thing. Uh, U-Turn lets you bounce really happily despite having the assault vest. Power Whip is just gonna hurt. It's good stab. Yeah, it's just gonna hurt. And uh, High Jump Kick is neutral on Zacian, so, you know, ow. Yeah, I mean, Serena's always been fun. I love Serena. That was a good Gen 7 edition. It was. It was a good Gen 7 edition, and I'm only a little bit bitter that it completely invalidated Lorantis. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm only a little bit bitter about that. Poor Lorantis. Poor Lorantis. Incineroar, because this is VGC, it's on the team. It's got Intimidate. Because you're not stupid in running Blaze. Uh, level 50 with 172 HP, 84 attack, 80 defense, 172 speed with a Citrus Berry, Adamant Nature, Parting Shot, Flare Blitz, Darkest Lariat. You come in, you cut attack, you click attack, and then eventually you Parting Shot. Yeah. You know that meme of the guy who's like really ripped coming in with a belt? Uh, it's basically this. Yes. It's like comes in, fakes out... Flare blitzes, leaves, <laughs> refuses to elaborate. <laughs> Very good, cat. And in restricted modes, I always thought it'd be real cool if you could bring out two restricted Pokemon. And with Ditto, you can. Yes, you can. 252 HP, 
252 defense because it doesn't matter, and 4 speed with transform as your move. So uh, it comes out, you're trying to grab the opponent's form and then use your choice scarf to beat them. Except here's the thing, it's not a choice scarf. It's a quick claw. So instead of being locked into a move, you have flexibility at the cost of your speed tide. <laughs> I hate this. I hate this so much. I hate quick claw. Uh, I find it extremely worse. funny. I don't think it's a great choice. <laughs> I think it's fun and mimicky. I think you, I think the better move would still be the choice scarf. Yes. The only time I've ever seriously read a quick claw is on Galarian Slowbro, where I also had a had the ability quick draw, and it was just like, all right, the distressing amount of the time, my speed stat doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, you got Ditto. I do think it'd be really funny if you gave the Ditto a rusted sword, so when you hit other Zashin, you transformed appropriately. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, actually. <laughs> I'm not against that. We need that. Notably, however, if you transform into Zashin, you transform into Zashin, which gives you the plus one attack stage. Then it triggers Intrepid Sword, giving you another plus one attack. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's the there's the pro tip. Hashtag pro tip with Linian. Hashtag pro tip. Intrepid Sword is a very weird ability. <laughs> and you can exploit it for fun and profit. It's so dumb. I hate it. Well, we can't give it huge power. What do you want to give? Oh, like half a huge power. That'll be fine. <laughs> so yeah, copy your foes. Take their stat changes if they Dynamax. Run against them at the same speed, but maybe not because Quick Claw. Yeah, this is a fun team. I mean, you can obviously try it out. We'll make sure it's in the Discord server for you to grab. You can also go ahead and get a shiny Kyogre if you're a patron at the proper level. Uh, we'll be giving those out this week as well. So also, if it's not up, please just like slap me on Discord. Just be like, Thatch, it's not up. And I'll be like, yeah, you're right. I need to do that. <laughs> just, just slap him on Discord. Do not go to his place of work and physically assault him. Well, you're going to have a hard time getting to my place of work. but Do not ambush him <laughs> on the way to his place of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yes, do not do that. It's a, it's a good time. Uh, please do that though. Like if you need, if you want to get a hold of those, we're going to be giving away the shiny Kyogre this week. Uh, also because I forgot to set up the shiny Xerneas, there'll be a shiny Xerneas this week as well. So definitely check that out. Also remember Patreon, if we hit $800 a month, we're going to be doing like a week long of giveaways every month that we're at $800 a month for the general public. So you guys can, uh, and you guys get to choose what we give away. Mm-hmm. The patrons that is. So definitely keep that in mind. We're almost there actually. We're, we're pretty close. So. On that note, we're going to kick over things to the mailbag. It's mail time! Send in your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where we read your emails on the show. Send them in to us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have a prompt for you. Last week, our prompt was, uh, what do you think is going to come out of the Pokemon Presents slash what are your feelings on the Pokemon Presents? We're also going to have those obvious questions again, like how are you feeling about BDSP and Legends Arceus again this week? Uh, I am very excited to hear what your takes are on it. But as always, this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 I had to fill in. <laughs> uh, so I would, I never get to say it, guys. Okay. I never get to say it. <laughs> uh, so on that note, let's jump into this first email. Uh, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to everybody we think is uh, worthy. But our first email this week is from <laughs> Chaos Amberstar. 
Dear Thatch and co-hosts, or one co-host, because Jushiro had to bounce very early. We apologize. Um, howdy, I'm Chaos Amberstar, and I am a listener for a few months now, first time mailbagger, and I love your content. Keep going, you guys. Now, before you get too off topic, back to the mailbag, or before I get back, get too off topic, back to the mailbag. I thought they were blaming me, and that's a very reasonable thing to blame me for. <laughs> it's just- it's true. <laughs> I've listened to other podcasts, though, and I know we're not the worst. Um, I, w- I, I wanted to take the topic to heart and try to predict beforehand. Personally, I think they're going to announce new Pokemon as it happens. I don't think any Mega Evolutions are going to be added. Gigantamax mm-hmm. forms would be more likely because I think Generation 8 might be the generation for Dynamax, where both new games and remakes use that feature, kind of like Generation 6, where both the new game and the remakes, the former... Uh, former games, uh, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, used Mega Evolution. I also think they'll answer the question of ride Pokemon versus HMs, with the decision being to ride Pokemon due to their use so far, except for Sword and Shield, which they got the shaft and got neither. Lastly, I unfortunately don't think they're going to add any former games onto the Switch, because... They would have already down by, but done it by now, I think. I would still want it to give, uh, I would still want it to give me my red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal, and earthbound. All the same, I'll be checking the Pokemon Presents as I look forward to the next episode and your guys' reaction to it. Thank you guys for all you do, Chaos Amberstar. Uh, was- yeah. They didn't do any of those things. <laughs> no. Well, they did do, I guess they did new Pokemon. Yeah, okay. I, the thing is, like, this is, like, all of those expectations were incredibly reasonable, by the way. <laughs> they were. And they I were don't... All, they were all very reasonable. I don't want to point and laugh at people for getting things wrong, because, like, yeah. I was wrong. There's no rules. There's yeah. no rules anymore. <laughs> but, 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 like, it's it's endearing that those are reasonable expectations. They weren't met, but I don't think anyone's angry, <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think there's much anger in the community about what's going on, other than like the like the subset of people that are probably upset. There's no Battle Frontier. Yeah, and like I have a friend. Oh boy, he hates Pokemon now. Like just modern yeah. Pokemon in general. He's very dis- disillusioned. But like after the trailer, we had a conversation, and it was the first time he didn't call me a professional shill for like two hours. He was reasonably positive <laughs> about what had happened. No, I think I, I I think the problem that Pokemon had. Uh, is just that it wasn't very transparent and maybe maybe not intentionally so in that they were still trying to figure things out um, mm. because they had kind of created this problem for themselves where they had like way too many Pokemon and like trying to keep doing that over and over again was going to cause an issue. So I, I don't think they figured out how they wanted to handle it. And I think how they're handling it now is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I, I honestly think this is a very exciting time to be a Pokemon fan as they try to uh, 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 like in the post exit timeline where they like I, I don't I want to say they're remedying, but they're definitely like coming up with solutions to make everybody happy. I'm they're, very excited for it. If they're going to continue to make the decision that people don't like, at the very least, that isn't the only decision they're making. Yes. Yes. There there needs to be there needs to be equivalent exchange. <laughs> there needs to be some equivalent exchange. Oh, now I'm just thinking of that fu- that full metal, this is not the love <laughs> equivalent exchange. It needs to I'm be equivalent sitting in the exchange. basement. But yes, uh, I don't know. Like, I think these are all reasonable. And I think what we got it would exceed my expectations if those were my expectations. I, I for one, am happy that I did not see Dynamax and Sinnoh. When they saw the underground and went, all right, when's the raid? Yeah. Like, they, where, where are they going to show the raid, Den? Yeah, like, that was legitimately my thing. I was like, oh, that's a clever place to put the raid, Den. Like, that was my... That was my legitimate reaction. <laughs> I'm really happy that they're kind of going with the, hey, this is... Uh, a Galar mechanic, and we're going to keep it in Galar. I really yeah. like that. 
I, I think if we would have had a remake during Gen 7, they would have done the same thing with Z-Moves, where Z-Moves would yeah. not have gone to the other region. Because those are a very Alola thing. and so Yeah, those those were so tied to the setting, it'd be disingenuous to remove them, honestly. Absolutely! Uh, so I think it's, I, I there's, like, I, I'm very appreciative we didn't see Dynamax. <laughs> <laughs> I am very appreciative, because the last thing I needed was, like, Gigantamax forms for the Gen 4 starters or something. And just to be a little sad on the inside. Yeah. But thank you for that, uh, Chaos Amber Star. Our next one is going to be from Fairy King Nova. You're going to get this one. Yeah. Greetings, my darling Puckle people. Uh, after not submitting an email for quite some time, I am back. After all, Sir Thatch has given me a challenge. I'm currently writing the first part of this email at 10 p.m. the night before Pokemon Presents, bringing you my hopes and dreams of what we... <sighs> won't see. For BDSP, I would love to see something that will confirm the inclusion of either Pokemon past Gen 4 or at least the Platinum decks. Hey. I, would all, I would also <laughs> love for Megas to come back as well, or maybe some regional forms. Speaking of Legends, Arceus, I would love nothing more than to see Pokemon from the past take on new forms. I'd like to see Rotom before the invention of the light bulb. I'm also curious about Fairy-type Mons. They didn't exist in the original Sinnoh, so that be something... So that will be something to consider. Well, real quick, the thing about fairy type, uh, they didn't introduce, they didn't exist in Oras, in, in, uh, Bebe Bebe. Yeah, in, yeah, in uh, Cohen. Yeah, it was in Oras. It, it, yeah. it is silly to expect them not to be in this. D- don't worry. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, well, so the Pokemon present came and went, and I'm left feeling g- good? We did get info. <laughs> That's like that's kind of how I felt at the end. I'm like, I'm surprisingly right? happy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm surprisingly not disappointed. And in in fact, I am more excited. I I have never felt the line. His heart grew three sizes that day, more viscerally. Yeah, right. Than I did at the end of the Pokemon tour. I feel like all of us went in with like so such low expectations. Like when they're just like, I think we're just like they're just going to show us Sinnoh and Legends will be like. Okay. And even the, like, stuff that was just expected Sinnoh was better than I thought. Like, yes. when they started playing the Galactic t- theme, and it slapped so hard. <laughs> it did not need to go that hard, but it did. Okay. To continue reading. <laughs> we did get info on BDSP about the inclusions of mons in the game you normally would not be able to obtain in the OG games, which is good. I know. That's fantastic. That, like, I, like, was looking, and when I saw the lantern, I was so happy. I didn't recognize the lantern, but I about lost it when I saw the Hound Hound Hour. Uh, but that one's in Platinum Deck, so like I wasn't like. No, I know because that one I I didn't realize that uh, Lantern and Nummel weren't in the the base yeah. game. Yeah, they weren't in the base so. game. Yeah, it, or they weren't in they weren't even in Platinum Decks because like that's what I was doing the entire time. I'm like, okay, show me a Pokemon that's not in Platinum de- Platinum Decks or in. I yeah, I just didn't know what they were. So anyway, yeah. Uh. Meaning now I can now have a fire type that's not a starter or a ponyta. <laughs> no megas or forms, which is disappointing, but I think I'll live. I think, overall, BDSP seems to trip down memory lane and not much else. Though I am excited about the return of seals. I mean, stickers? Legends Arceus really ramped up my excitement for me, and with the new mons and all sorts of side tasks, I feel like I'm going to be sucked in for hours upon hours. Did you see the Wurmple looks different than in the main series? Uh, it might even have a third branch evolution. That, um, I wouldn't go that far. But it does have a new spike, which is weird. Uh, 
It does have, have a new that, spike. Sash? Have you seen? It? Yeah, I have seen that. It is. I saw yeah, that, it's and it was so very weird. So somebody brought up. Okay, so like I dug into this way too deep. The spike on Wurmple. This is a very dumb thing to do. So if you're gonna talk about the Pokemon uh, Ruby and Sapphire pinball game, yes, I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I it, it existed back then. Like it had the spike then. But but not in the sprite. It was just in that spinoff. It was a sprite yeah, error. Well, okay. Okay. So. I'm wondering if this is just like an update to Wurmple's design because like we saw Beautifly yeah, in the trailer. We the saw same. Beautifly and it looked the same. I mean, I could see there being a potential like third evolution they want us to go look at or maybe like for some reason Dustox looks different or something. I don't know. Uh, You know, I think for me, my conclusion with the Wurmple spike gate is just that um, I think that they're going to do a couple of very minor aesthetic tweaks to Pokemon and then they're not like full regions. It's just things that were bred out over time you know yeah no that's what i imagine i'm just like oh this is this is just what a wormple looked like back then i guess we also just got a new like this isn't an accident like the they we just got new wormple models in the new route yeah. in uh new snap so clearly this was a decision they made so i'm curious to see what what it is I, i'd like for pokemon to look just a little off I'm not against this. Like, I, if it was just like, oh, Wurmple just has a spike now, and that's it. And that's, yeah. like, where it ends. And they're just like, isn't that cute? <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> I think the battle style is neat and would be an interesting way to spice up the series. Any who I have ta- Anywho, I've been taking up a bit of your time, and I hope this email finds you well. Until next time, Fairy King Nova. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a third branch. It would be kind of cool if there was. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. <laughs> like, I would be like, ah, no, cool. that's how I would feel. I'd be like, good job, Pokemon. Unless it was, like, super interesting and cool, but even then, I feel like yeah. knowing it would have a total, a, a base stat total of, like, 430, it, it's just, yeah, it's difficult to get interesting. If we hadn't seen Beautifly, I'd probably be more on that trip. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah. oh, maybe that's Hisui and Wurmple for whatever reason. <laughs> but we'll I, finally I get I, the Dust Talks variant that was in Clara's hair! I really just want them to go ahead and give me, like, I hate when they announce, like, regional evolutions and then they don't show the regional Pokemon beforehand, because then everybody's like, I can't wait to evolve the Stantler I've had since I was a kid. And it's just like, no. Yeah, like, you're not wrong, but then you look at, like, Marowak and, uh... That's different, that's different. Raichu and, uh... That, that's different. Weezing. <laughs> Those are, different. those are different because those aren't regional evolutions those are just regional variants right those yeah are regional but i didn't variants think of pokemon that already exist i don't know if they expl- anyway that's the way it's been working so far that's what i'll bring yeah up. that's I because tr- mr rhyme came from yeah. a galarian mr mime obstagon comes from a galarian linoon uh yeah, so yeah, yeah. surfetch comes from a galarian farfetch i mean they're yeah. very they're very careful about that because there's that guy who made galarian yes. yamask and he's like, we gotta have consistency. If there wasn't, if this wasn't a time trap, a, a time displaced story, mm-hmm. I would be a hundred percent with you. So far, I'm about ninety. Like, there's yeah. enough wiggle room. I could see it changing. I could see it being like Hisuian Stantler. So I can see it being like a cop out, and it's Hisuian Stantler, and it looks like barely different than regular Stantler, and it is barely different than regular Stantler, but like it's got a yellow spike on the back of its head, like the Wurple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just that's that's all of the baby uh hisuian form it just has yeah. the wormple spike the plot of the game is there's actually a wormple cabal evolving all of these pokemon and you remove their their magic spike 
but by technicality, it will be Hisuian. Like, that, yes. by technicality, it will be Hisuian. Only because they've been very good, at least thus far. If, if a Pokemon's in a game, all of its forms are in that game. I, and that's why I really hope these Pokemon evolve from babies of that type. Yes. Uh, because that means anything that has forms later, if it follows the Sword and Shield, will be able to get every evolution. Yeah, no, that's why that's why I was very happy when Obstagoon was announced, like, oh, you can get it you have to have Galarian Lit Noon. And that way it's not like, oh, they evolved in this region. It's like, no, Stantler from this region evolve into this. It's not yeah, the region that's fi- doing it. It'll fix the weird executor problem where yes. you can't get that. I mean the in same the with game. We, we have the same problem with Weezing, right? Exactly. Weezing going forward is gonna be messy. Um so yeah, I, I they're just going to do the that. weird trade things again. That's all they're going to do. They're going to do the weird trade things. I just wish there was. Uh, I, I, I wish, wish you didn't have to do it for once. Yeah, or like things ways you could breed it. Um, there was a, a, a PTU podcast that for their games mm-hmm. had uh, Alolan Sand and Galarian Tea. Oh, I like which that. was just a held item that let it evolve into that version when they had it. Listen up. Pokemon Company. Uh, I don't remember. I can't even remember which show it was, but I was like, that is such an elegant solution. That's a very <laughs> good solution. That's a very good solution. I like that a lot. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's do this last email. This one's going to be from uh, Tia. Uh, this is going to be, hi, Linian, Lydian, and uh, Lydian. I guess that's like <laughs> that's like 66% true now, right? So, so uh, <laughs> to explain to people what's going on. <laughs> We normally yes. have uh, all of the hosts on the sign-up sheet, but I was the only one signed up for today. So Jushi hopped on to, to fill it out. Yeah. But because sometimes we have to plan for when Thatch is going to be absent, there will sometimes be three names. So yes. if you don't know what's happening and you just look at the sheet, it just yes. looks like I'm the only one hosting the show. Yeah. It's just going to be – this is just a one-man show now. And <laughs> <laughs> Then, uh, man, did you choose poorly? Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tia is writing on a hot summer evening. Uh, I realize it's late, but I haven't found the time or energy to think about my hot take. I recently transitioned to a new position at work, not to mention I am bummed my arm hurts. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it was when I was listening to the episode that I thought about my hot takes. So first about competitive, I think something should have been banned early or else they become too important to the metagame. Like Stealth Rock. How was this move unchecked for 15 years? Sure, we have boots fine. now, but this move locks so many Pokemon to unusable or situational. It's by far the best entry hazard and does not require multiple terms to set up like toxic spikes and spikes. It should have been banned a long time ago. Uh, I don't agree with that because I think it allowed for like a new form of play. The other thing is there were a lot of ways to get rid of it that you probably shouldn't d- dissuade. And uh, boots exist now, so it's fine yeah. and not oh, even run on fine. every team. Also, if you start banning moves, like that was when they first did it, like Smogon wasn't in the is wasn't in like the ban the moves movement that it is in now, where it's just like baton pass, no, and stuff like and that. So. I'm Stealth Rock. I mean, they're banning things because they become important to the metagame is different than because they skew the metagame. Agreed. Uh, so like Dracovish completely warped the metagame around it. Whereas Stealth Rock became an important give and take. That's yes. different. I mean, you do you do chew up a move slot for it, and yeah, uh, and uh, it's it's it, there. I don't think it's as bad as people like to make it think. I my favorite thing is it made Charizard worse, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. Uh, so I 
Hmm. I I also think that uh, comp is weird because the game is yes. not balanced for six v six. Oh, it's not. It's not at all. Uh, and and it, how how uh, you play a lot more BSS and VGC than I do, Thatch. How bad Stealth Rock? Oh, it's barely used in either of those, right? Uh, it, it's yeah, used okay. occasionally. It's used occasionally in BSS. Um, yeah, and that's only because you're just like, well, this Pokemon only has three good moves anyway, and yep. you're just like, might as well get some yep. chip. Okay, uh, break a sash maybe. My second hot take is that in mainline games, the thing that gives life to the game isn't the gym battling and the challenging the Elite Four, but the other things. Stopping the evil team, doing contests, catching bugs, talking with people and learning things, exploring random caves of Safari Zone. It was just the extra things that made role-playing as a Pokemon trainer exciting. It showed me that there was more to being a trainer than mindlessly battling gyms. Well, yeah, I would agree with that. M- my critique is that that's not a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty, I, don't, uh, I don't think anyone would disagree with that. That's... I think that's a lukewarm take. <laughs> That is uh, the core appeal of the franchise. And for a hot prediction, I think they'll show Megas for Gen 2 and Gen 4 starters. Mm. And new forms of Palky and Dialga. They wouldn't know. Mm. Mega Meganium is going to be a monster in OU with its new triage ability and fairy typing. You know, that's the best idea I've heard about Meganium in my entire life. So, uh, I mean, I think it should. It should. See you all in Sinnoh. Tia. Not just Sinnoh now, but also Hisui. Hisui. I'm... I hate that name. It is uh, not easy for uh, uh, English speakers to pick up that pronunciation. Hisui. I will admit. Hisui. Chop suey. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So that is going to be it for the mailbag this week. Thanks, you guys, for writing in. We really appreciate it. If you want to li- re- write in next week to us at PucklePodcast.com, let us know what your thoughts are after the annou- the all of the news from BDSP and Legends Arceus. I am excited to see what you guys have to say uh, about those. So uh, Green Taurus Badge, by the way, I honestly think Fairy King Nova. Honestly, because the, the, the problem was uh, you and I got stuck alone in a room together, and we tend to talk. And it made yeah. it last a very long time. <laughs> so I, I think Nova. Fairy King Nova. I was actually gonna gonna recommend him in just in general. I think the the pre were very reasonable, and the post was was uh, yeah. a good analysis that was neither uh, intolerably uh, into it or extremely pessimistic. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect. So Fairy King Nova, you win. Uh, ask us for the badge if you don't have it already. Uh, if you want to catch up with us next week. Uh, or not next week, but if you want to catch up with us in any other way, check out our socials over at Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can also, of course, come to our Discord, most importantly, at PuckleDiscord.com. We really like hanging out with you guys. It's always the best place and unite. Do some things. Uh, check out us, check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. I'm going to try to get a better schedule together because I've been doing Tuesday nights, but I want to try to add an extra night where I do like retro stuff, like I was saying at the beginning of the show. So maybe we'll go ahead and uh, get that on the schedule. We can also, of course, go ahead and uh uh follow us over on youtube at youtube.com slash puckle podcast we're just we've just been posting old streams in the podcast uh but maybe something in the future i don't know yet I, i'm still working out if it's worth doing or not you can also of course go on over to um uh patreon to help us out at patreon.com slash puckle podcast we really appreciate the support and like i said earlier 800 dollars a month we we're going to go ahead and open up giveaways to the whole community that the patrons get to choose so i'm very excited to see if we can get that done so until next time, guys, uh, I am going to go ahead and uh, call it a day. I have been Trainer Thatch. And I've been Linian. And I've been Jushiro. Uh And here in the Levin Sound Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs> <laughs>